Every mistake is an opportunity to learn. Even those whack exes and lame situationships you endured. This podcast helps single black millennials date smarter by sharing stories of what not to do in dating. Join me, Randy, as I talk with black millennials about the dating lessons they've learned and the mistakes they never want to make again. This is Situationships Podcast, and I'm your host, Randy. Hey, y'all. This is Randy. On this week's episode, I talk with Shayun, a 32-year-old who spent a good chunk of his 20s in an undefined and complicated situationship. You'll hear how things started off slow between them, built up into a solid foundation, but then devolved into a confusing situation that left Shayun in an unhealthy place and left him improperly viewing himself and the situation. We also get into our current definitions of love and how he's using his definition of love to build a life with his fiance. If you have a friend who could use some dating advice, please share this episode with them. Get Situationships Podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships Podcast Patreon at patreon.com backslash situationshipspod. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at situationshipspod on Instagram and Facebook and at situationspod on Twitter. All right, I hope you enjoy the episode. So let's start with the background. For so sure. tell me about how you two met, how long you'd known each other, what were the dynamics of your dating, or or if you would even call it dating. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think it's always interesting. Uh, see, I'm like philosophical. Forgive me. No, nah, that's what we I, need. If I fall into parable mid-story, which I don't know. I Go on and preach. That, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Like knowing someone in a context growing up where you're not looking at them that way. Mm. And then there's that gradual shift like, oh, they're older. Is this? Oh, interesting. But um, and also uh, dating people growing up in church with them, I guess that makes it it's Mm. a whole nother world inside of church, which leads itself to other contexts. But uh, this particular instance, this relationship with someone I met at church growing up in the youth group, I was a little bit older. So I had just went off to college. They were still uh, finishing high school in terms of um, me not knowing them in that way initially. Uh, And then at some point, I would say I was graduating uh, college. Was I? Yeah, I had to have been already. And they were about to go to college a little later. So in that instance, at some point, uh, then it was like, okay, this person is maturing or has the potential to mature into someone. It's funny when you, this reminds me, there's like a music soul child song where they talk about like knowing each other when they're kids and then like that. Oh wait, you look like I'm looking at you a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it that kind of? It was like that. Uh It was like that because I think at first it's like, oh, this person's cool, funny. Never in a million, just because I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna get somebody older. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying back the, you know, because I think when sugar mama. Yeah, something (laughs) like that. I was blessed, you know, as a freshman. I I was like getting attention from seniors on campus at college and stuff. I was like, had a little little out here, you know what I'm saying? Little did I know, yeah. But no, I always was like, yeah, I want someone older. I'm trying to impress people, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just knowing this person before, and then eventually there was that shift of like, no, I, I, I not only think you're cool, but I could see us being in a relationship and someone that I want to see myself having a future with. You mm-hmm. know? Um, so yeah, it was just kind of like we grew up together, had a lot of friends at some uh, point in time, and then from there, it uh, matriculated. So, how did the matriculation happen? Um, <clears throat> I think for me, it was on the heels of, uh, well, this sounds like I've been in relationships all over the place, right? It was on the heels of a relationship I got out of um, or was removed from forcefully. <laughs> <laughs> I was kicked to the curb. Uh, okay. But I had just graduated undergrad. And then I know that relationship, it was um, kind of somebody being like, 
ready. She was older, so mm-hmm. this was my, I guess, my past. She was ready to get married and move forward and do all this. And I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do grad school or this or that mm-hmm. or that. Uh, so we were just in two different places. And that relationship was very hard to get over just in terms of feeling like I invested so much into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very hurt in that season and just like, ah, oh, I don't know what's going on. Screw the world. Uh, and then uh, from there, uh, just building the friendship. And it was like, oh, this person um, is genuine. They care about me as an individual. They care about like my being heard or where I'm at and what I'm going through. And not wanting a relationship at first. But then, yeah, it was just really just this gradual eye-opening of have you actually considered that this person is not just a cool friend, uh, but they could be someone um, in a relationship sense who could also be a friend and be there for right. you as more than that. Um, so it was just that gradual, the transition from that relationship to uh, healing and getting myself together. And then also just mm-hmm. seeing someone who um, exhibited qualities that were uh, attractive in terms of, of, of course, physically, but then also just uh, supporting and being um, what I thought was consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So when did, so when did things like actually ch- like change? Did you guys like officially start dating? Was it, so tell me about that. Yeah. So it was, uh, I guess that's the weird part. It was like, Hey, um, I'd like to take you out. Like, what does this uh, look like? And then I think it was a big or weird transition in terms of, her seeing me that way and then mm. me seeing I think it was a lot for her to wrap her head around <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just because uh, initially it was like oh he's older this is not this is not an option you know mm-hmm. um, but yeah it became an option I remember I took her out and uh, <laughs> cheesecake factory dates I guess are an interesting uh, <laughs> occurrence but yeah we I remember we went to Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. and then um, just kind of talking through like hey this is where what I think I would like or what could happen or you know what I'm saying and, and, and her being younger so she was going back to campus but at that point I had already graduated and was done and I think I either was starting grad or finishing grad school at that point um, uh, so two different places but it was just the start of saying hey let's see what happens no need to kind of rush things or I don't want to push you to some place that you're not um, but let's see what happens with mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, it was a slow transition and I think it just really caused us to try and keep building more of a friendship where we know each other on a deeper level than just in passing or like, Oh, I know you from church or you know me, but like, mm-hmm. we don't really talk outside. Right. Like that, right, you know right. What I'm saying? So I think that showed me the depths of you can know somebody, but to know somebody is yeah. a whole, a whole yeah. nother thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I guess, at some point, you realize that things aren't necessarily progressing in a way that you desire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it, it was, no. So I, I would say things progress. Uh-huh. And then at some point, I guess maybe a little before we were, quote unquote, together officially for a year, okay. it turned into... Uh, I turned into, and I like to say this, Randy, I don't know if this will upset you or not. I feel like generalization coming, warning, I feel like sometimes women begin to go into this bag of, I don't know myself yet. I want to love myself more. I need to find myself. I need and then, and then, these <laughs> these phrases. I feel, I feel which, red right now, but these, go ahead. <laughs> these phrases that get tossed out on uh, when women are awakening. Sure. And that leads to y'all should have seen that eye roll. (laughs) (laughs) And that awakening leads to I need space or we need to take a break. Okay. So that started happening. Okay. Which may be very. And so this was after a year of like to get like official together. Yeah, we were almost at a year. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. So that started happening. Okay. And then um, and she was how old? Shoot. So. That's probably junior year college. What okay. is that? Sophomore okay. junior uh-huh. college. So I don't know the age that. Yeah, yeah. I mean young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, young. Yeah, still figuring out life and. So I feel like if anything, that's probably valid. Yeah. I don't like those quotes though. They that's get fine. on my nerves. You ain't gotta like it. Oh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that started happening, and then it was just kind of like, I what. 
what is one to do except yeah. sure yeah go ahead do you, you can't be like no yeah you're gonna be with me and you figure better, like you yeah. don't need to know yourself yeah, right girl. <laughs> exactly um but no nah, i was like sure get to know yourself but knowing that the the weird or confusing territory approaches because when that happens but then nothing changes in terms of well if you're knowing yourself mm. we still gonna talk a lot yeah we still gonna yeah go out yeah. if you come back home are yeah. we gonna do this are we gonna do that and then things wouldn't change and then they would change where it's like mm. oh we're not talking no more yeah. or oh you ain't see my text or oh this yeah. i was like oh i bet so yeah. it was just that ambiguity started to emerge you know what i'm saying so that limbo when there's not clear definition it's easy like to get your feelings hurt it's just it leads to uh, a lot of jadedness and frustration and bitterness uh very easily if not if not checked but yeah i think it's just with anything in life if there's a lack of clear communication and expectations frustration is going to rise because it's just like the the petri dish for that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so for sure and i also think um it's it's very difficult to move backwards hmm. I, in my opinion yeah. in my experience yeah like once you reach a certain level of communication or understanding or whatever it's hard to be like okay yeah but let's take our feelings back yeah, or like yeah, let's yeah. not do this one thing like it's hard yeah, and that yeah. sounds like essentially what was happening it was like okay we were doing this we were here yeah but let's like step back mm-hmm. and like but how do you you know how do you do that successfully i don't i think it's very difficult if not impossible i was gonna say or, or yeah, impossible, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah i think that's the uh the illusion people can buy into yeah it's, it's like oh no like you know we're just going to scale it back or pretend something didn't happen or it wasn't a big deal yeah which it can be like oh because you care yeah yeah but as a dude then it's like not all where i don't care then fine so you will try to convince yourself of that can i ask you a question (laughs) maybe that is (laughs) that is something that um i am still trying to understand about how men think um and i don't know if it's i don't know if it's like men are really good at i don't want to say lying about it but say it (laughs) this ability to like stop caring like is it truly like you is it a switch that you can flip (laughs) um or that or or do you just behave in a way as if a a switch has flipped um because the way that i've seen dudes be like act like they don't know you anymore it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. oh we were we were like i cared about you we cared about each other. and now you don't know me like <laughs> we can't even be cool i think it number one i think it goes both ways in terms of i think uh, men are better at it though uh, i mean but you know? i do i i think it depends at what which step in the process maybe that's you fair. catch the person right okay. because i would say if it's their first rodeo Okay. In terms of how it's like how much hurt they've processed Mm. and at what point you catch them. Mm. Because I would say it's all fake. I think for dudes, sometimes it is a lot of toxic internalization that we've done where it's like you hurt me. So then the next person is, you ain't going to get to hurt me no more. Right. So if I get to that place where I feel hurt, well, uh, screw it. I'm just going to move on. But I guarantee that first time they were not like that. It's like it's a lot of accumulated baggage over time that forces you to cause that. And I think even for myself, it's like there's a space where, oh, no, I'm too exposed out here. Like, all right, cool. We going to do that? Let's try it. But I'm lying if I try that. I I, I think now my fiance is like, I'm admittedly sensitive. (laughs) I would hate that word before. I was like, don't you call me sensitive. I'm like, Mm -hmm, gee, mm -hmm, what you talking mm -hmm. about? But it's like, no, 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 I am. Yeah. Um, But learning that's not a weakness for me too, but learning some more about what it is. But I think it's perceived as sensitivity and it's been treated as a weakness for so much of my life growing up that Mm -hmm. if it's exposed, then it's like, no, I don't care then. That's fine. Um, but in this instance and in that past relationship it was like "Mm, but i do care like what's going on you know what i'm saying so uh yeah um so i guess how long had that like limbo phase how long did that last it it (laughs) the thing was it 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 morphed Mm. into so many different looks and feels 
Okay. That it was it was intriguing. So I would say initially it was kind of like, oh, okay, sure, take this space you need. And y'all weren't in the same city though either, right? Not until she was out of school. Okay. Yeah. So okay. she was out of school. Because I was like, that distance might also home. might like help with taking a break. The physical from distance. Her, yeah. From her end, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from my end, it's like, oh, what you doing? Hold up. What's yeah. going on? You yeah. know? So, That's real. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I would say not being in someone's face, of course, it helps. Yeah. Because if I'm in your face, then you can't avoid the fact you got to deal with, hey, I have some questions, you yeah. know? Um, so I would say as a big answer in totality, that on again, off again. Happens. No, no, no. I, no. Lied. no let's, I want to hear the minutia of that. I want to hear, because you said, you said it morphed into uh, like a variety yeah. of, of things. And I'm curious what those things are. So at first it's the, hey, okay, I need space. I don't want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Cool. So if you do, when you do go back to school, then does that mean we are talking? We wouldn't talk. So I know one semester would be like, oh, we don't talk. But then if Valentine's Day comes, <laughs> my, my romantic self is like, oh, I have to mail something and write this letter about blah, blah, blah. Let me just. So still feeling like I can't miss big dates. So yeah, it's like yeah. Valentine's Day or your birthday. Yeah. So we still not talking. Yeah. And if I don't do something, then it's like, hey. So then it is like, oh, we are talking. Yeah. So it would be these pockets of talking. And then, of course, if summer came, then it's like, hey, I. It, it got to the point where if still caring deeply about somebody, so you don't want to wish any ill on them or if they're stuck or, hey, I need a ride. I'm here. Uh, this happened. Can you help me? It can be three in the morning. Sure, I'll help you just because yeah. if you love somebody, you kind of do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it just morphed into different phases and then even um, like just her maturing as far as like graduating. So it's like, oh, if she graduates, pff, I'm, I'll be there yeah. and being very oh, close shit. with yeah. them and family and everybody around the situation. Uh, but that's still not defining what we would be or do. Um, and then also considering, like, also, are, are you talking to other people? Mm. Are you not? So mm. it's like all of that going on. So it was just different phases. So it started, I need some space. Cool. But we still talk on and off to seasons where we did not talk at all to, like, important dates rolling around, like, graduation or move out day or things where you need help. To So it was just. You have her move? I, Damn, yes, I'm that's a, love. I'm a helpful person, Randy. <laughs> Maybe too much, so yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just a lot of things where I still felt like big occasions. I should be there as a yeah. like a. I'm gonna say friend, but that's yeah. still that's what gets cloudy. It's like yeah. if you're too much of a friend, yeah. Nobody wants to be with that guy. Mm. Hmm. Oh, that's an, I wasn't expecting that. Or in my head, it would be like, of course, the guy who's always around eventually gets what he wants. Right. But why I got to be that guy? Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, nobody want to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's so interesting because I think that like as I talk to more men who tend to be a little bit more open and emotionally mature and or available, I hear them making similar choices as to what women typically make and i put typically in air quotes because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, what it, it sounds like to me is like she wanted to have her cake and eat it too yeah. essentially and it's funny because i think that men often in relationships want to have their cake and eat it too they want like to have your time and attention and energy when they want it mm-hmm. but they want the freedom to do what they want when they want to do that as exactly. well yeah. and i guess like it you know i think maybe there are typically gender roles assigned to that but that can fall on either side of the equation and when you don't have clearly defined roles and expectations then and if you're the one who like wants to be there and and like didn't want this to not be a thing Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you're like i'm gonna i care about you so i'm gonna still be there and i'm gonna still because i love you so i'm gonna still show love in the ways that i want to and i i you know i yeah that i want to but like you're not getting your needs met from the other side Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's it sucks. And I think that's the thing, though, like, 
I am. <laughs> it's weird too how I guess in my with my fiance that's one of the biggest issues we dealt with was my lack of <laughs> emotional availability, mm. which I'm like, oh, oh oops. Uh, but it seems like in other or in this relationship in particular, it was like I was in that position of consistent like weakness of like offering yourself and it not working. But it's like no dude wants to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. So the fact, uh, I think there's a there's of course that toxic part as well. Right, Whereas right. like as a That's guy, real. you always want to be perceived in a position of strength, not weakness. Gotcha. Right. So I it's like you. I'm not gonna you. go tell my boys like, man, I just got played again. I, I was say, to, yeah. uh, you know, I asked her out. Nobody again wants for to the, be played for the fifth time. But it is a weird I feel you. misnomer where it's like, oh, women are just used to that girl. He trashed because this, that, 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 that. But like as a guy, it's like, uh, yeah. But I I, I think it's necessary to talk about though because the shoe does go on both feet. Yeah. Equally the same. And I think there's something to be learned from it regardless. And it sounds too like what you were saying earlier, how um, your guard essentially comes up as you've been hurt. So it sounds like, you know, in this earlier relationship, you were a lot more emotionally available. Like you wanted to make it work. You were doing all these things. You were showing up in these ways and it didn't work out in your favor. And so then later on you like, Mm. I'm I'm a uh you know block myself off a little bit. Like, Go ahead, read me, Randy. Because <laughs> I, think I don't normal, think I, I yeah I don't know if I've unpacked fully maybe the impacts of uh, how that left me or when someone is so receptive that maybe I don't even know what to do. So it's like oh my fiance has always just been very like wow yay you're here. Oh, it's like she's like receptive. So then yeah. I'm just looking at her like. I'm used to someone being like, yeah, whatever, you know? Mm. So it's like I've programmed myself for negativity. And now there's something that's extremely positive. It's like, wow, she really loves me and wants me here. How am I supposed to deal with this, you know? My, I'm trying to think of my question. Have you Have you experienced someone being excited and like, truly interested in you but you like the feelings weren't mutual yeah and how did how did you behave in those situations i just dogged it i'm joking no (laughs) i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) like this guy is crazy no i um I would say in in one instance at some point when i realized like so it's it's two things if I let it, if I notice somebody is like very into me and I have zero interest, mm-hmm. I will play defense enough where she'll never get close to me where I can like actually hurt her mm-hmm. because it's like, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to take you out yeah. just for the sake of it. But if I'm somewhat interested, but I didn't figure it out yet. Yeah. I think it is at the point as soon as I figure it yeah. out to have that conversation. It's like honesty for me is the biggest key which has not always been easy because i'm a people pleaser by nature too so i want people to be happy Mm -hmm. uh, but realizing if i realize like hey i'm questioning if this is going to work or if i'm that interested in you then i need to be honest at that point and kind of pull the band-aid off yeah because i felt what it's like yeah kind of teeter Mm mm-hmm literally teeter back and forth where Mm -hmm. is he gonna call me today Mm -hmm. and and i'm like i don't want to do that so i would say i empathize with that position so i try to alleviate it as fast and as direct as you can because i think the issue is sometimes um people don't realize your actions speak louder than what you're gonna say so you Mm -hmm. say oh well we shouldn't talk so then why you keep calling them? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I could keep calling you or I'm lonely. So like, oh, let's go out on a date. Mm-hmm, but it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, nah, this ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Let me say it and then back it up. Yeah, by help, yeah. Because it's helping you and it's helping me as yeah, well, you know? So, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Because I think um, me and my best friend talk a lot about like dudes who are, I don't want to say eager because that sounds shady, but like... <laughs> um just like very interested yeah very early on and when and so i think i guess i don't even know how to articulate it but it's like 
two both sides have to be equally excited yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like i think for things to really work because i think you have like you said you have one person excited someone's like nah that's absolutely not gonna work but you can have one side that's excited and one side that's like huh maybe, i don't know let's, yeah, let's yeah, see yeah. and that's that can be iffy and messy um but I think when you have both sides that are excited and, and genuinely interested, not that it, it guarantees something's going to work out, but it's, I think, the most, I don't know if equitable is the right word, okay. but you know what I mean? Like, and I, I think the thing is, which I've learned a lot with my fiance, is excitement and interest looks different. Mm. She is more expressive than me uh-huh so she can't read she we, we we our largest arguments were over the fact like like are you excited I'm like this is my excited yes yeah. <laughs> you're right i am excited yeah <laughs> but yeah. it's like but she can see if i'm like watching something on tv and i'm like ah but with her it's not i don't express it that way and that's just due to a lot of <laughs> my own emotional unpacking i need to do um so I would say that it doesn't exactly have to match. I get what you're saying, though. Interest has to be there. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just that it, it comes out in different ways. And then sometimes, too, yeah, uh, people will show you over time what they really mean. Yeah. So some of these very interested dudes might show you over time, like, what that, where that's really coming from. Yeah. And some of them may genuinely be interested, and it's just maybe they're more expressive than others, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I just had a, another interview, um, where, uh, it was a woman, and she was talking about how she had her older brother, has an older brother who kind of, like, essentially puts her on game. Mm-hmm. And I, re- and I've had, a, I've had a couple of dudes who have, like, kind of gave me the reel on how men operate had tend to operate yeah yeah and i think that is so freaking invaluable and i'm still looking for somebody who's like i can consistently be like so what's happening here because i this <laughs> what I, you know this happened that happened i said this he said that what that mean yeah. go ahead tell me because like the way that i don't understand how men's brains work like y'all are a whole different i'm um, so like that is intriguing to me uh-huh. because i feel like like i have two older brothers too i didn't grow up with any sisters okay so it's just foreign to me mm-hmm. but i think dudes are more simple well and, that's and of course heard. i'm jaded well i'm not my perspective is skewed because i'm a dude but i'm like we're pretty simple Guys, but women don't understand what that means. <laughs> I, and I won't speak for all women. I will speak for myself because, as someone who overcomplicates and overthinks things, yeah. what do you, what is this? What is the simplicity? I don't know. And I, I'm going to overthink what that simplicity means. To me, Randy, I would love to help decode. That <laughs> stuff, yeah, that's intriguing. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. So, so going back to this uh, specific situation. Yeah. Um. One of the things that you mentioned is that you kept seeing potential. Yeah. Um, and that's why you kept holding on hope. Like, I guess what was, what did that look like? Like, what was the Mm. potential that you saw? Like, were you looking for like a wife and kids and a family out of that situation? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it was a, um, just us being connected in terms of our, um, roots for lack of a better word. Yeah. Where like our core groups of people were engaged and stuff and just seeing how um there was just potential in terms of like oh this would make i could see i could make sense of this future yeah okay Um, so that was always and i think for me too that's just something big in terms of going into any dating relationship is really picturing where is this going Hopefully, something I hopefully not at the detriment of where we currently are, which I think was mm. something I had to learn over time. It's like, no, just be present. Mm. You don't have to put pressure on Oof. where it's going, which yeah. I think may be uh, the thing I have to take responsibility for in this situation was maybe there was so much pressure just by who I was yeah. and by my forward thought, which wasn't like we always sat down and talked about it, like, hey, girl, you know, in the future, da da da. But I think just innately by the situation there was pressure involved yeah um even from like like her mom was on my side for like a better uh, word like so it's like there's just pressure and yeah. i think that didn't help um but yeah I, I i think in my brain there was as i'm growing more congested huh? <laughs> in my brain it was like oh the the future is is something that is 
extremely desirable. And my desire for that future allowed me to maybe even at fault endure so much that took place mm. in the present. Endure. That's a, that's a powerful word. Yeah. Um, so I guess how did that experience influence how you cho- chose to move forward? I, well, actually, before I get into that, how did you decide to step away? <laughs> the thing was, so this in totality was about four to five years. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a long time. It was a long time. Wait, so you mean from beginning to end or from, I mean, either way, it's still a long time. But Yeah, probably. How long were y'all in limbo? Yeah, that was, yeah, 2012 to like 20, 2016 going into 2017. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. And maybe some more, maybe more of the limbo was in my head at times. Gotcha. But then realizing even towards the end that it wasn't all in my head. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And there's also like, um, uh, I don't even know how to say it, but like, there's a certain responsibility on on the other party to be like like to let let you go you know what i mean like yeah, cut yeah. you loose essentially you know and like I'm be sure honest she with would herself be like, oh, and with i tried and oh, really? be like you wasn't hearing it <laughs> there but there was times where i'm sure she would be like i tried like oh well this isn't going to happen blah 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 right? but i think to your earlier point like say it loudly and clearly and like have your actions back it up Touche. No, the, a, I mean that's what that could have been like. That was her yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah to do. no, I think there was a lot of confusion in terms of people just trying to figure out what they want, and also just maturing over time. And that's yeah. a long time. Yeah, where there's a lot of changes, a lot of variables, a lot of things that happen, a lot of other people being tossed into the scenario. Um, so yeah. There's a lot of space to learn and grow there. Yeah. Uh, but there was never the finality of like, because I realized that finality was only going to come for myself. Yeah. By myself. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. That closure. Yeah. They talk about like um, seeking closure, like being able to create closure for yourself because you can't yeah. rely on someone else to provide closure for you. Yeah. 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 Randy's thinking, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Would you be willing to share what closure looked like for you? Yeah. So the thing was, I think because I had such a grasp on that future, anytime I considered talking to someone else, uh-huh. it would always be this kind of like pump fake that would happen. Like, mm. Oh, but hold on. Shoot my ex. I need to figure that situation out. Hmm. So towards the tail end, eventually, I remember I was like, I met someone and I was like, wow, I enjoy talking to her. Wow, maybe I could actually be with someone else. Yeah. So I remember I asked that person out, we were going to go out. And then the first time we were going to go out, I sent one of those, this is what dudes do usually too, Randy. So the issue is they're probably figuring something out themselves. That's all. It was like, oh, well, you know, I'm just not ready um, Mm. to take you out. Is it possible if I could? So it's one of these weird cryptic texts that you send Mm -hmm. before a date, which is miserable. But I did that the first time I was going to go out with this person. You sabotaged is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, well, I just, uh, yeah, yeah. No other other (laughs) word for it. I was just like, I couldn't talk myself up Mm. to letting go of my ex enough to go on that date oh wow that's that's significant because i would say it's just a date in my brain though it's like oh but that's well, but that says like where you were mentally you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. eventually i got to circle back with that person and okay. the date happened okay um but just the fact that i was like pump faking and dealing with all this stuff yeah because every time so that happened once and then that situation ended up not working out. Okay. So then I tried. It was another situation after that. And I was, you know, going out with that person. We went on a date or we're hanging out and stuff. And then this time my ex came back like in person. It was either my I think it was my birthday. Uh-huh. 
And she was like, oh, well, you're not going to spend your birthday with me. What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, you went out with somebody? Who'd you go out with? Girl. So it was just kind of like. I don't know. I don't like that. What does that mean? So it was just kind of like either I would pump fake or something would circle back around between us where we would end up having this conversation again. Like, oh, gosh. Okay. What does this mean? You know? Yeah. So that happened sequentially like two times or so or every time i was really confronted with going forward with someone else something would give hope that if you go Mm. back this could work got you so then the last time that was about to happen was with my fiance so then Mm -hmm. i'm you know my fiance i have i was just meeting her and there's like okay which road are we gonna go down Mm -hmm. and i think at that moment i was just like I can't keep going back. Yeah. And I think it was just something that was just like, don't go back. Don't yeah. go back. Don't go back. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, all right, don't do it. Yeah. You know? um, go forward and see what that possibility was. So it was just a difficult time of trying to do that. Yeah. And then at some instance, we did actually circle back and have like the big conversation, uh-huh. <laughs> which I've been waiting for years to have. Um but the closure, like you said, it wasn't me waiting for her to give me closure. It was me being able to make a decision and right. be like, okay. Because we did have one big final date where it was like, this is it, Randy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get her back. <laughs> I'm playing this date. If you're going to go on a Segway tour, you should probably tell a girl she has natural hair, too. She was upset. Like, oh, my hair. <laughs> I can't put my hair in this helmet. What do you I mean? And I was, she was just complaining. And then it just was raining. It just was not a good day. Yeah. And after that, I feel like day, that's a sign. I said, you know what? I get it. Yeah. I've tried my best. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried my best. I put everything I could. And then it was just like, all right, you got to go forward. Yeah. You know? um, and that was it. It was just kind of this like, I'm stubborn, mm. which is <laughs> something I know my fiance and most people who know me will say, I am stubborn. So it's like, it took me a long time to realize what some people may have gotten very quickly. Yeah. But just like you have to take control of yourself and yeah. just be like, all right, cool. This is what I want. If I can't get what I want, it's okay. Yeah. Because there still is something good and something even better possibly for you yeah. to move forward to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That makes me think of two things. One is I like, I follow all these like Instagram motivational like accounts. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like one thing that I see consistently, consistently is this idea of, um, it's hard to remember that like there might be something better. Mm. Like once you've had something and it was good, you're like, no, I want that thing because yeah, yeah. I like that and that was good. And it's hard to remember that there might be something that's equally as good, if not better, coming. 100%. But you gotta, gotta like let go of yeah. that thing to move forward to like w- open your hand and receive something new. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing that um, I thought of while you were talking is um, somebody, this older woman, she has this like motto that she lives by. Um, she says every six months she like looks at her life and assesses, is she going to recommit to this thing or quit? Mm. And she says it's recommit or quit. And, um, and like, I really like it because I know as someone, I'm someone who can like be very indecisive. Um, and you're like, yeah, but maybe, Mm -hmm. yeah, but like, what if, like, I'm going to just leave this door cracked open, like just in case, because you never know. Yeah. Yeah. But like you have to, I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's best or healthy or what, but I do think there's something to be said for making a decision and moving forward Mm. in your decision. Cause I think even making a decision doesn't mean that, these things that from the past can't come back, they can't come back. Yeah. But like, you've just made a choice for yourself, Mm. how you want to move forward. Yeah. You know? No, I think that is, um, I am better now, but extremely indecisive in terms of like, but what if, or, are you a perfectionist? Mm, I would like to say no, but you would probably have to (laughs) ask somebody else. I'm not, when it comes to certain things, I said, yeah, screw it. I don't care. But I think with certain decisions, um, it's a mixture of things. I think it's a messy way to do relationships. It's like I am loyal to the death. Mm. Or it's like you could do something that might set people off like, oh, I'm done. Where yeah. it's like, nah, that's my that's my dude. That's my girl. That's yeah. my thing. Like yeah. I ain't going nowhere. So I think I'm I'm loyal to a fault. Mm. 
mm-hmm. um, as well as indecisive to consider like, well, what if or yeah. they didn't really mean? Because if you show one glimmer to say, hey, I don't want to be with you. But no, hey, spend your birthday with me. It's like, yeah. well, no, you do want to be with yeah. me. You just don't know it yet, yeah. right? So it's like I, I, yeah. I mix all of that together, um, and it makes a <laughs> it makes a bad combination. Yeah. But it's also a strength, of course. I just have to learn to uh, leverage it for sure. But what you're saying about the recommit or quit thing, I think there's part of that that scares me, which is like, oh Lord, I have to uh, confront myself. Or I one thousand percent relate you know? to that. Yes, that um, is so scary. But I think it's because like opportunity cost. Too. Yeah, but I think it, it it will force you to optimize your life versus just passively sit by and like hold on to stuff that's not adding mm, any value mm, or doing that's anything. No you know what I'm saying? You. Yeah. Um, so it's deep, but no, it is. That's a scary concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's super scary. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, and I was gonna say too. I've been watching uh, Black Love on Own. Mm-hmm. Are you, you know the show? My fiance talks about it, but <laughs> so I'm good. Not, she hasn't forced um, me to watch it yet. You, she should. <laughs> um, I was like rewatching some old episodes, and well, actually, I'll even say like watching that and then rewatching this one specific episode with Viola Davis. She talks about what commitment means, mm. and like it really became a lot more clear to me um what commitment means and and i think like what you were just saying how you're like loyal to a fault yeah but i think but i think that means you have the capacity for real commitment Mm. because i think i don't know right so like yeah you can decide that this is my boundary like if you do if you kill my mama we can't be together no more like whatever it is you know what i mean like if you hit me or whatever like Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. like there can absolutely be boundaries but like there's also going to be a lot of other things that you don't account for that are hurtful and painful that someone's going to do not to you but like that's going to cause you pain yeah yeah that like once you've made that commitment to like be together through thick and thin like you have to figure out how to work through that mm-hmm, crappy mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like that's good, right? It is. No, <laughs> I, I think it's good. It's also becoming more abnormal because there's mm. this piece of so people options. having options, um, pushing for kind of um, like – making you you can cut and paste together your best life in Mm. terms of like oh well my relationship better look like this right versus realizing man what we curate and put online or what we curate and tell people is usually the best of ourselves yeah real commitment is going to take the totality of all those uh, edits and crops and things that you threw away that's where you get into the weeds but it's it's such a deeper form of relationship to be like I'm here. Yeah. Not I'm here contingent upon. You know what I'm saying? But it's also extremely scary because then you're, you're, you're giving up a portion of your control to someone that you are saying, I now trust you with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that is real, but that's real relationship. Yeah. And there's no way to get around the fact that it involves inherently risk. Yeah. Yes. Because now you're you're giving that control and you're drawing someone close enough to inflict real harm upon you. you know it's like I'm, I'm trusting you with this very sensitive, delicate thing yeah. that it could hurt me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Golly. <laughs> but it's worth it. But it's worth it. That's what they say. Like, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, I guess... I don't know. Um, what's something that you know now that you wish you knew before about like mm. in relation to that experience? You know what I didn't realize was um, staying in limbo that long will cause you to skew the vision of who you are. Mm. So I think it was forcing me to internalize it to say there must be something wrong with me. Yeah. If for all these years I'm not getting, and I've done this, this, and that, and that, and that, and it's not enough. Yeah, Um, and I think that's difficult too for 
just me, and I can't speak for guys as a whole, but the type of guy I was or kind of how I grew up, just not very emotional or talking about emotion. Nigerians don't talk about emotion. So it's like <laughs> all that mixed together with like, oh, I'm in this spot where there's nothing within my power I can do to get what I want. Mm. Um, That's frustrating. It is. And and I think the 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 bad that can come from it is if you begin to think that inherently then it must be my fault. Yeah. Or I must not be doing something good enough or yeah. I need to look like this or do this or do that. And you know what I'm saying? Versus saying it is what it is. Right. Not in a like demeaning the um significance of it, but it is what it is, as in like, no, you you still have a number of amazing qualities about you that this is not taking away from. And just what you were saying too, that doesn't mean that there's not something better, right? right. So keeping an open perspective, but I think it was, uh, what I did not do was focus on myself appropriately. Mm. Like I was losing focus on myself because I was so focused on this situation that it was causing me to lose the importance of saying, prioritize yourself enough to say, you got stuff you need to be doing. Yeah. That is bigger than you waiting around for something to work that you don't know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. What about your life? Yeah. You know, what about your goals? What about um, optimizing and, and, and emphasizing the skills that you have so that you can just keep moving? Yeah. And I think in the process of me learning to just start moving again, it showed me like, man, you were allowing this to take away from your identity, not add to it. Yeah. But that was a me thing that I was, I was allowing to happen and I can't give anybody that power. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's super real. Yeah. Um, Oh shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like you probably needed to take a break. You know what I mean? To find yourself. Come on now. Um, <laughs> just like she needed to. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing that you said that like you hate that women say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real. It's real. And it's, you know, right? I don't it's, like that package it comes in, but it's no. Real. And it's funny because because I think and I think with all things there's balance, right? Because I remember a couple years ago I was talking to this dude and he was older. Um, he was probably like 35, 36 and I was like thirty. Yeah. And. I was saying that I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I need to work on on myself before I can be ready for a relationship. And he was like, yeah, but like you can work on those things with somebody. Yeah. And like that person can support you in your growth. And I was like, huh. I guess there's maybe, you know, a different way to look at that. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing, a black or white. Yeah. Um, But but then, you know, on my side, I I do think there is something to be said for and maybe it's again it's not a black or white thing but it's like taking space creating space um to figure out who you are away from anybody else in Mm. in in isolation and maybe isolation is not a good word but um apart from of of someone else or a union or a bond or whatever yeah um but man i don't know i don't know and and i think Well, I think your situation was probably different because y'all had known each other and it wasn't until after you had started dating that she needed to figure that space out. Yeah. Um, whereas I think in my situation, it's like just like taking my time to get to know people. Yeah. Um, while I'm still figuring out myself, doesn't have to be like, I can't date anybody while I'm figuring myself out, you know? <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's like, I think the it's thing like, is, one of my friends used to always say this to me. And I was like, shut up, bruh. <laughs> if she wants to be with you, she will be with you. And that's what and we I say about dudes. The problem is, in the midst of, oh, I need to figure myself out. If you wanted to be with that person, you'll figure it out while yep. you're, while you're yep. with them. You, yep. wouldn't, you wouldn't let anything keep you from it, you know? But I think the, the misnomer for me sometimes is thinking that we reached this point where it's like, well, I'm figured out now. Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. for the rest of our lives, we're yeah. gonna be That's figuring real. out, learning. So I think there's a balance. It's both sides, like yeah. you said. You need space sometimes, but realizing too, for the rest of your life, you're gonna be getting ready, quote unquote, for the relationship. Yeah. Or the work is never re- done. Ready to get married. Like I don't think there's ever like a 
all right. Ready now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. It's like, nah, 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 you're not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move into segment two, which is asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. And so you've mentioned your fiance. So you're currently engaged. Um, how long have you been engaged? I proposed end of September 2019. All right. I'll let y'all do the math. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> so I won't know. <laughs> My mental math ain't that strong. It's all right. Okay. Okay. Um, And so in in asking for a friend, I try to uh, help people see that like the grass ain't always greener. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I think it's easy for people who are in relationships to be like, you don't know what you got. Like single people or single people to be like, man, I really want this thing. Um, And so in your experience, yeah, what do you think are the the highlights and maybe like some of the challenges of being engaged or being where you are right now? Yeah, <clears throat> I would say sorry if you guys heard that. It's, it's whatever. They be <laughs> right. Um, the let's start positive, or you should end positive. Let's start positive. Sure. Um, I think. The highlight was, well, number one, actually proposing and seeing someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with, just seeing the the joy mm. in her face. Um, she will say, I'm not a crier, but to see her, her little tear roll down. Um, but then also just to be able to, because I was working so hard on uh, emoting or expressing um, but to be able to like tangibly show her what she meant to me yeah, in a way yeah. where um, she's not left like questioning or wondering. Cause yeah. I feel like for a lot of times before she was just kind of like, where are you at? Like you don't really express yeah. yourself in the your same head? way. Yeah. A lot of that. So being able to um, bring things together and to say like, no, like you are the most important person to me. Yeah. And here's a token. Here's me putting this together in a way where I want to show you that. Um, and then I would say just really um, kind of stamping like, no, this is my best friend. Mm-hmm. And like, you are my person now, you know, um, and being able to show that to her. So that's been the best, just really seeing our friendship grow and develop. Mm-hmm. Um and then really signifying, like, man, we're looking towards now life together for yeah. the rest of our lives, and, yeah. and talking and planning about that. Um, so that's been it's been good. I would say the most difficult part is realizing, like, it's just intensified the level of work, hmm. which people always will tell you, man, marriage is hard work. This is hard work, and it's not hard work in the sense where it's like I don't want to do it. But uh-huh. it's hard work in the sense of it's made me have to mature in a very, very real sense where it's like we we go to our uh, marriage counselor or premarital counselor. Right. And it's just been a lot of work in terms of saying like everything back to oh, sorry, everything back to my childhood now of like, um, you know how did you receive love as a kid? So it's like, I'm unpacking stuff from way, way back when knowing that now that all affects how I talk to my fiance or she receives, I would say I'm sensitive, but she's even more sensitive in terms of how I say things and what I'm saying and the amount of jokes I crack. So it's like now down to how I communicate is being rewired because I can't just say I love her and be like, girl, deal with it. It's yeah. like, oh, I love you. So that means now I have to try and amend myself, even in how I communicate so that you can receive it better. Yeah. Because love is taking action and not just an emotion like, girl, you know, I love you, girl. It's like, well, no, if I love her, then she says this offended her. Yeah. Like, that's not offensive. Why is that Ooh. offensive? And for a long time, we would just argue. I'm like, that's not offensive. But Stop. I didn't mean that. <laughs> so like, chill. But now it's really forced me to be like, 
she said it's offensive. Yeah. Let me step out of myself for a second and try to step into her shoes. And that's just slowed me down. But it's been difficult because I've spent 32 some odd years of my life doing things one way. Yeah. And now I'm trying to reprogram it because the person that I love requires that of me. Yeah. Um, So it's been it's been work in the real sense of that being like we're arguing over this. Why? So it's like we, our counselor has taught us to like ask these questions underneath, like, hey, what is the... The root of this. Yeah. yeah. Not just talking in circles, yeah. which we used to do. I just yeah. be like, girl, psh, you good. But it's yeah. like, oh. And now she genuinely can ask me, well, how do you feel? And I'm like, I hate that question. <laughs> so now I have to sit down and like emote. Yeah. Which I don't, did not do well, but I'm doing better. I um, feel like you're going to so. get there. Oh, I have to now. I, was, so, I mean, like, <laughs> that's one. <laughs> I have to now. So, but yeah, it's been work, uh, like very introspective work, mm. realizing that for our relationship to go well, it requires something of me. Yeah. So now how do I do what I, I can't just say our relationship's not going well. It's like, no, it's not going well because it requires something to go well it requires me to step up and do bang 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 bang. so it's like all right cool let's put in that work yeah so um that has been the growth growth opportunity i would say not negative but the growth opportunity yeah Yeah, but it's 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 not easy i think that like that emotional maturation is like the work that I think a lot of people don't necessarily take the time to do. Yeah. And it's not easy. And like you live your life thinking like the way that I see the world and the way that I feel that's is it. like, yeah. right, that's mm-hmm. it. But then you like have to stop and be like, oh, there's another way to look at this. Mm-hmm. Or like I can feel a way and it doesn't matter because I made somebody else feel this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then also another thing that you said too is about like, love being an an action like love mm. is a verb and i yeah. think that's also like we have a very warped like idea of what love is i think in our society especially romantic love yeah, yeah um and like understanding it's funny like my definition of love now for now yeah. <laughs> um, is like doing shit you don't want to do for in someone else but someone else's best interest I like that. You know? Yeah. Um, and like, it, you know, it sometimes it's, you know, it's things you enjoy doing as well and it yeah, serves yeah, someone yeah. else. But yeah. like, it's doing the hard things that mm-hmm. are uncomfortable because you know it's in someone else's best interest. Yeah. Um, and that's the opposite of what so, it's the opposite of what comes natural and it's yeah. the opposite of what society pushes you yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Because society pushes you to put yourself in the number one spot. Yeah. And I think that it'll never lead to successful relationships. Ooh, that's, that's, mm, that's I just, that helped me. Because I think, yeah, that's, yeah, that's deep. Mm. I need a marinade <laughs> on that a little bit. I like that though. No, I love, I love what you said. Because I think that, that is the core of it. It is, so. So what's your best dating slash relationship advice? Hmm. <laughs> I would say intentionality. Mm. I think sometimes, of course, dating should be fun and, um, you know what I'm saying, do your thing, whatever. But what's the point? Mm. Because I think time is too much of a precious commodity to be wasted. Yeah. And I think sometimes people can go into a dating relationship either saying, oh, I'm about to waste this person's time yeah. or this person is about to waste my time. Yeah. And you know it. Yeah. But you said, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I'll I would say, right. man. I'll get over it. And, and that is a lack of intention. Yeah. And the deal is, it's, it's just why. Yeah. And I, I would say, um, not that every person you go on a date with, you need to see a future with or be, oh, I'm going to marry this person. But I think there, it's at least significant enough your time you are significant enough to ask what is the point yeah and is there some intention yeah and if there's not at the point that you learn there's not well it's funny too there's this uh she's i forget what her title is but she talks about love and dating relationships and stuff and she says that like you cannot want to you can know that you're not this isn't your forever person right Mm mm-hmm 
but you can still use each other as opportunities, like as mirrors for each other, right? Mm. To help each other learn and grow. Yeah. And it doesn't have, like you said, it's like, it, it's not, you know, we, we might not be together and, and it could be like we're having fun, but let's still treat each other well and be good to each other yeah. and like try to grow while we're yeah. doing this or whatever, yeah. you know? I don't know. I think there's a, it's like raising the standard to say at minimum, I require a healthy relationship. Yeah. So I ask, what does that look like? Yeah. The issue is a lot of people can't answer that question because if you put the mirror up, either you've never seen a healthy relationship or the majority of us are not starting from a healthy place ourselves, right? Absolutely. So how can I determine what a healthy relationship yeah. is? But I think sometimes the standard is so low that we're literally perpetuating cycles of abuse because that's all we've <laughs> ever seen. known or yeah. seen, you know what I'm saying? And I think it takes some time to step that intentionality up to say at minimum this should be healthy. Yeah. Which means I'm not I'm not um this is not taking from me yeah. more than I'm receiving. It's not it's not imbalanced. It's not it's not skewing my perspective of myself and I'm not settling for something that I did not sign on for. I'm not if I don't want this person to be dating five other people let's con- let's converse about this right, right? right. And versus i know he's dating five other people but i told him not to and he or she i'm being sexist I'm sorry, <laughs> me, or she's out here running around and you say oh well i'm the only per-. like you know what i'm saying you got to know what you are signing up for yeah and intentionally agree to be in that you know what i'm saying and it's funny because i think i think one of the things that people uh struggle with is like to to do all of that you have to know what you want Hmm. you have to know what's important to you yeah um to be intentional because you don't know what you want you're just like going with the flow yeah and then you're like oh and you figure out what i don't i don't like that and that's and that's a start right but like to get to that next level you have to know no these are the things that are important to me um but I think very few of us take time to literally like sit down and put on paper or to like meditate or whatever to yeah. figure out like literally these boom, boom, boom. I need this amount of time. I need this amount of effort, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah. And if you don't do that, then like it's hard to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to transition to segment three. The do better corner. It's my favorite corner, um, and I'm I'm hoping that you're willing to share some of the like petty that you've maybe demonstrated <laughs> in the past, because um, we all have you know room to grow. I'm not petty. Um, I, I find that hard to believe. Um, no, I'm I'm kidding. But come on, share. Um, You've done something. Yeah. I don't know. And it's funny. So I, I also frame this as petty or childish. Mm. Okay. Because petty yeah. can be very specific, right? I'm willing to accept childish. Childish. I would say childish. Sure, I'll take that. Okay. I'll take that moniker. Um, but I would say a, a lesson that I think we should probably have learned by elementary school that some reason I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is you should not try and date best friends. Ooh. Okay. I I don't know. I was like, they okay. It's no thing. <laughs> Maybe I. It's <laughs> I think. I mean, it just kind of happened. Okay. But it was a bad idea. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so knowing like, I guess they're best friends for a reason. It's like, oh, they're very similar. You can't. Get, like you, you can't get me. one. Get the other <laughs> one, right? But that was not my intention going into it. And Uh after me sitting here preaching about intentionality is maybe I should have took a step back and said, that's your best friend, huh? But I mean, they talked. It was okay, And then I ended up not staying with the best friend either. And it was just a A little messy. It was messy. But I just always saw myself as the exact opposite of messy. So Mm. when I look back and saw that I made a mess, I said, who did that? That was not me. I don't know who, who did, did that? that. That was not me. But okay. yeah, I think really um, playing a bit more, doing everything I just said, which means like to sit down and think out long term a bit more about, hey, this is not just a right now kind of option, but mm. like, let's think through where is this going? Yeah. What is this connected to? How does this impact other people? 
um, and why are you doing this? Can I ask how old you were when you did that? <laughs> that was probably my most recent dating experience okay. outside of my fiance. Okay. So <laughs> just putting things in context. Yeah. I don't it was just a partial lapse. And these weren't like long dating experiences or anything. Look at me trying to make it better. Right. Clean it up a little bit. <laughs> Clean it up. What? But nah, it was just I don't know why I would have ever done that. It just happens. I mean, sometimes it happens. Yes, touche. But yeah, um, needless to say, I I didn't mess up their friendship. They are friends. They chose each other over me. So that's why, which is good. Yeah. That's good for them. But we were all cool. Like Y'all was kicking it, the three of y'all just. We were all cool. Like, and they were just really, really cool people. And which needless to say, I guess you want to try and go out with cool people. But you should not go out with the same group of cool That's people, fair. if That's that fair. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. That's another lesson, guys. <laughs> Don't date best friends. <laughs> um, well, this has been lovely. I it really enjoy really. talking I mean, to you. You're really very thoughtful. This. And I feel like I feel like I have some things I could learn from you. Thank you, Um We have to have to follow up. At I some would point. love to. I would love to. Awesome. Well, again, thank you. I appreciate your time and your thoughts and your appreciate energy you. and all the good vibes. And y'all better listen to Shayum. <laughs> He be knowing. <laughs> um, but anywho, thank you. And um, we'll chat again later. Thank you. And real quick, too. Randy oh. is extremely professional. Just so y'all know, the back end <laughs> of this podcast, she has a very nice don't even setup. Know. She does her thing. I mean, there's a pre-questionnaire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I would say more I'm power I'm to situationships. Uh, it's a great you. platform. I think we need to talk more about relationships. The only way, way to raise intentionality i think is through conversation sharing ideas so appreciate you thank you for this platform awesome i thank you i really appreciate that of course all right guys i'll talk to you later peace bye thanks for listening to this episode of situationships podcast if you learned anything on this episode please share the episode with a friend Get Situationships Podcast merch and early access to podcast episodes by becoming a Situationships Podcast Patreon at patreon.com backslash situationshipspod. You know that situationship you had that one time? The one your girlfriends remind you about when you start acting brand new? I want to hear about it. Hit me up at situationshipspodcast.com backslash story. Or email me at situationshipspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships Podcast listeners on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at situationshipspod and on Twitter at situationspod. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.